0: Welcome to the global phenomenon, Surviving the Survivor, where we bring you the best guests in all of true
1: crime. What's up, FCS Nation, and welcome to another episode of Surviving the Survivor, the podcast that promises to bring you the very best guests in true crime. And today, two of my favorite best guests are here. We'll get to them in just a moment. But there is breaking news regarding Donna Adelson, Uh, in this whole uh, Dan Markell murder saga that's been going on since July of 2014. Don Adelson has officially been indicted by a Tallahassee grand jury. It comes two days after her arrest. A Leon County grand jury returned this indictment charging Don Adelson officially now with first-degree murder and conspiracy and solicitation in the death of her former son-in-law, Dan Markell, the exact same crimes for which her son, Charlie Adelson, was convicted just last week. Uh, for those who do not know these two, they are friends of the show. They are Fantastic. Jackie Polvereri, she is founder of Evolution Reentry Services. Jackie is a leader with over 25 years of proven success in mentoring and uh, therapeutic environments and criminal justice reentry. Her experience working with trauma in the criminal justice field culminated through her personal journey of making poor choices over a decade ago, which landed her behind bars, but she has turned her life around. And she's actually enrolled at Yale Law School Um, So uh, that is uh, pretty amazing. Larry Levine, the man in the glasses with that beautiful grand piano behind him, which isn't real. Uh, He was arrested by an FBI Secret Service led organized crime task force. He was charged with racketeering, securities fraud, obstruction of justice and narcotics trafficking. He likes to curse. I've asked him to keep the f bombs to under 5000 today. We'll see if it's what the over under is on that. He served time and survived, like surviving the survivor, at 11 federal correctional institutions of multiple custody and security levels, and he experienced firsthand the confusion and dangers that Charlie and Donna are now experiencing, that first-time offenders face when entering – well, they're going to be in state custody, not federal custody, and that is why Larry Levine started and founded and is the CEO of Wall Street Prison Consultants, two amazing guests. Jackie. Women come first here at STS. My mother, the COE. Um, This is big news. This grand jury indictment was just handed down in Tallahassee. That's where this crime occurred. Donna Adelson tried to flee the country just two nights ago. And just one week after her own son was convicted of the same charges that have just been slapped against her. How big a deal is it, not only for a grand jury to hand down an indictment against her, but the fact that it is a first degree murder, conspiracy, and solicitation in the death of her former son-in-law? How incredibly serious is this?
2: Well, huge, obviously, right? She and, and not only that, her age, um, she's what, 73, right? 70, 73. 73. 73 years old. And um, she's obviously guilty she's trying to flee the country and um that's it she's never going to see another in my opinion i don't think she's going to ever see another day outside of prison
1: uh look at this comment is where'd it go uh someone was just asking um we have fun when larry and jack are on is larry okay larry do you care to answer that are you okay
0: Well, according to my last psychiatric evaluation, I'm a paranoid schizophrenic. I tend to overreact when people cross me. Matter of fact, the New York Times said I was like the old Russian KGB, that I have a long memory and I'm extremely vindictive. But other than that, I'm doing great.
1: I I love to hear it. You know what, Larry? I bet your IQ is much higher than an average person. Have you ever had your IQ uh, checked?
0: 152.
1: 152. I don't even know what a high IQ is, which means I have a low IQ, but I put my IQ at probably like 93. Um, Morph used for Jackie right into the questions from STS Nation. And please feel free to flood both Jackie and Larry with questions. From Morph uh to Jackie, Donna won't survive prison. She'll probably be convicted when she's 75 years old. <laughs> I uh, don't see her lasting more than a year or two in prison. Wow. Jackie, what does prison do to a person, but especially a person that is in their um, golden years?
2: You know, I really don't think she kind of preserves you. Quite frankly, I don't think she's going to age. Um, the, the thing that will age her is the worry and the sickness of what's going to happen to her and what her fate is going to be. But I, I think she'll survive until her sick, until she, she's ill at her old age. I really do. I mean, people, people are going to rally around 73 years old, no matter what the crime, which is, it is what it is. It's.
1: Yeah. Um, you see Colleen saying indict Wendy and Harvey, They're, they're the two Adelson family members who are, uh, still at large, if you will. And we'll, we'll talk about them. Um, I think, Wendy, and I said this on Court TV last night with Vinnie Politan. I think she is complicit in these crimes. I think her day is coming. Uh, There's obviously a lot of debate going on about whether there's enough, you know, either direct and or circumstantial evidence to convict her. Um, We got some reports that she's speaking to an attorney who specializes in what's known as the Castigar rule. I think the long arm of the law is going to catch up with her. Um, one way or the other, um, possibly on perjury charges, possibly for the exact same charges that we're seeing uh, with Donna and Charlie. But I do think uh, it's going to catch up to her. And I think she is certainly feeling the heat. We are, in fact, a global show. Hello, from France, uh, from Delia. Hello to you, Delia. Larry Levine, same dumb question to you. This grand jury just today just indicted this 73 year old matriarch Of the Adelson family. It was returned by a Leon County grand jury. Uh, It doesn't get more serious than this, Larry, uh, your opinion.
0: Well, if they bring a grand jury, remember a prosecutor went and presented a bunch of evidence and they don't go to a grand jury unless they really have a slam dunk kind of case. It's not like they approached her and said, well, we think you committed this crime and we're going to offer you a plea agreement. This lady is done, she's what, 75 years old. They're gonna have to pipe sunlight into her. She's not gonna go to a minimum security institution. She's gonna go at least to a medium or a high and she's gonna serve a life sentence. So she'll start deteriorating after a few years. It's gonna be Groundhog Day. And it's like Jacqueline said that the medical, when she gets sick, she's not gonna get the same kind of medical care that she would get on the outside. So let's say maybe five years, she'll probably be done. They'll take her out of there in a box. You know what they call that? Escape by death.
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely, 100%. It's the only way she, she's gonna
0: see the so light of leave in a box or a bag. Yeah.
1: Jackie. Um, I've said this multiple times. It's so eerie to me because there's nothing that, by the way, Brianna says. Once you get him going, talking about Larry, followed by Larry Levine, yeah, followed by Love Larry. Uh, <laughs> love I love him. it. Uh, Larry keeps it real. Love Jackie and Larry. Uh, love having both of them on. Um, Larry thinks we can't see his eyelids, Thank so keep you, up.
0: Harry, girl. Watch this. All right, you assholes, watch. There you saw him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, oh, that, that was locked. Like one second. I took my glasses off a couple of years ago on Jackie's show and I put on regular glasses. You did. Matter of fact, Jackie and I were in DC last month for a summit, a sentencing summit. We I were. took my glasses off there too. Didn't I, Jackie? It was mm. quite
2: interesting. Yes. Yes, Black you did. Women. As I Black fell into women. the Bureau of prisons, the chief of the Bureau of prisons, I fell in her lap.
0: <laughs> yeah. This lady came and sat like almost next to us. I didn't know oh. who the fuck she was. I ended up getting COVID in D.C. I'm okay now. I hope I gave the director of the Bureau of Prisons COVID. And she left there with something.
1: I'm sure you did. Hopefully you that's all you know, gave her.
0: This lady talked for 20 minutes. I had a sexual experience with her. She gave me uh, and everyone else handjob. She said 20 minutes of nothing. She jerked us all off. I wanted to get jerked off, I could have stayed here in
1: L.A. I don't have to go to D.C. So, uh, Jackie, from Lindsay Shea, um, Jackie said that older women, This you did say this on a previous show, I was coming yes. back to you. Uh, you said that older women, because I, I remember asking you about this, get respected inside prison. Do you think that yeah. people are going to rally around Donna? So let me preface this by yes. saying we're going to go back to this in a minute. She is now sitting in a place that I know because I covered it as a reporter in Miami. It's called the Turner Guilford Knight Correction Center. It is a county jail and it is nasty. I mean, we're talking murders, rapists, child predators, uh, chomos, as uh, Larry Levine and former inmates call them. Um, what um, is, got, yeah, what's going to be the reaction to Donna inside of Turner Guilford Night? I think this is like <laughs> night number three that she spent there.
2: Yeah, I don't think she's going to be in population for a while anyway. She's, I mean, she's in a cell by herself. So right now, no one even really knows probably who she is, but they will respect her because of her age. Um, I think it's a bit different maybe in a women's prison than a men's prison. Although county is, is mixed. um, Women definitely 100% respect the older women because they're, they're, they're fragile. I mean, She's, she's a pretty small lady
4: too. It's pretty
1: fat. It's one. Yeah. By the way, the STS chief of everything, the COE here, the big boss. Thanks for being here. Be kind. Everyone has big feelings this week and that's okay. But here we respect people regardless of your views. There's been a lot of back and forth between different groups of people who want you know, all the Adelsons convicted who don't want the Adelsons convicted between some content creators, you know, and you can feel the tension and you can feel the drama. Um, At STS, we are bringing you the news. Obviously, there was a grand jury indictment. And despite usually the horrific subject matter, we're trying to bring you some humor. And that's because of my mother, my dear mother, Carm, who survived the Holocaust. And she said she couldn't have done it without humor. So, um, we're a family here, literally and figuratively. It is myself, the COE, Steve Cohen, who I jokingly call Meve Moen, and uh, Space Coast and all of our mods who do an amazing job. I'm looking at Gen X Granny, I'm not T-Pain, I can't list them all, Shaquille O'Meal, but amazing family that we have here. And look, people get really emotional Um, and really tense when it comes to these sorts of things, uh, especially when there's news developing. But STS, we view ourselves as one big family, really trying to elevate everyone, um, you know, giving everyone a platform and being kind to everyone and gracious to everyone and uh, hope that everyone follows suit. And I will get off of my soapbox about that. Ruthless from the UK, Thanks for your hard work, Joel, COE, Mods, Carmen, and Chat. Today is my birthday, and watching a live with you is the best gift. So glad they got Donna Ruthless. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ruthless. Happy birthday to you. I love the British accent. Um, happy birthday to you. I'm glad you're here. By the way, uh, just so you know, Larry, Yeah. Black Widow. Um, she says, "I think IQ is a bunch of BS." She's also the one that just called you out on the eyelids. She's coming from the re- to you from the Republic of Ireland. If there's one person in in this chat, I would not mess with it is Black Widow. Um, she's a tough woman. I'm just warning you, Larry Levine, a man that's been in prison. Larry, so she's a
0: Galloway girl, right?
1: I don't know exactly. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you know you
0: know what the fuck I'm talking about. I do
2: know what you're talking about. I'm gonna change the subject. Joel, you know who would know a lot about this, actually? Like Donna was arrested originally. She was talking to her son in prison, and it was recorded where she had said that she's Mm -hmm. getting things in order. My daughter just walked in. She could tell you as a kid what it was like speaking to me when I was in prison being recorded. If you want me to have her pop in.
1: Uh, say that last part, Jackie, you, you, you cut out on me, I think.
2: I said my daughter um, just walked in, who could tell you a lot about what it's like to have a parent in prison, yes. especially a mother. If you want me to bring have her, her on,
3: pop
1: in. Bring her on in, sure, sure.
3: She's cute,
2: I'm,
1: too. <laughs> oh, even better, uh, bring yeah. her on in. Hi. Hi, how are you?
5: How are you?
1: Good, what's your first name? My name is Alexa. Alexa, so yeah, you're gonna have to grab a seat there, or you're gonna be uncomfortable. But what was it like for you? Because um, we're talking about a, an entire family here—the mother and the and the son. Um, the mm-hmm. son is just convicted of murder, and the mother just got indicted just moments ago. How hard was it for you when your mom went in? Uh, how devastating was it to the family structure? Um, I
5: think the family structure gets um, affected. I want, I don't want to say the most, it just affected in a different way. And I think that a lot of people don't recognize that each person of the family goes through their own, um, grief and loss and struggles and have to adjust to the fact that like in my instance, it was my mother. So a parent was now not in my life as much as they used to be. Um, And and my mom and I are best friends, along with being parents, we work together, we're very close. So losing that at a pivotal point was devastating. And then having two separate siblings and an older brother and a younger sister and a father going through these grieving periods at all times, you're all grieving and then you're all trying to work out how you're gonna move forward. So it's a struggle.
1: And have you completely forgiven your mother at this point for any uh, pain and struggle that she put you through?
5: I don't think I was ever I don't think she needed my forgiveness. People make mistakes, and it's not my place to judge for mistakes or, or a wrong decision, because that would mean her just like judging me for my wrong decisions. And we certainly don't need that. Um, so I think that in a world... Where you love someone, and you can realize that anybody can make a decision at any point in time, and and I wouldn't want to be judged, so why would I ever judge her? She's very being hard.
3: kind.
2: She's yeah. being very, very kind because we've gone through. I mean, it's ten years, right? So we've gone through a lot of. I'm also communication. Yeah,
5: yeah, I'm also older now, so I. She, I was a junior in college when you went in. I was what twenty.
0: Hey, I'm on a live. I am a right. way different person now okay. than I was
5: in 1920.
1: Yeah. Larry Levine takes calls. Look at this. I going to mute him. Larry Levine no, takes calls. He's... Well, your insights amazing. Larry, I have you muted. I'm sorry. You can you can probably I can unmute you there. Look at this. Only oh, a ball I have
0: spectrum here putting a data line in. I had to confirm some bullshit.
1: <laughs> only a, only a real mob boss takes uh calls live <laughs> on the air. So um Jackie, to your point, this is interesting. Let me get Larry's take on this. Larry, after this conviction of Charlie Adelson, which happened a week ago on Monday, uh, there were jailhouse calls between Donna Adelson, the mother, and her son, Charlie. And um, they include multiple calls in which Donna Adelson tells Charlie Adelson that she's getting things in order, creating trust, and making sure her grandchildren are quote-unquote taken care of. That's according to the probable uh, cause affidavit. Why do people, number one, Larry, talk on jailhouse calls? We discussed this yesterday when you know that they're listening. Um, how dumb a mistake is this?
0: Well, it happens in the feds, county jails, state permits. They're stupid. They get overconfident, and they just run their mouth. I hear this all the time from clients Like, well, uh, I had a snitch on the inside, and they were talking on the phone, and they ended up finding out information about me. People get complacent, and that's the problem, that it's kind of like when you go on Facebook and you're using Messenger or you're instant messaging people, just imagine how many people are able to read that, how many different government agencies. This is a different world, and they record these phone calls, goes onto a hard drive, And then what they do is they look and scan for key words. So it may take a day or two, but then they have certain words that trigger, and then somebody goes and listens to the call live. Now, he's not in the Tallahassee County Jail. He's in Broward. Did you know that? Who's that? Charlie. Charlie, yes. Charlie's in in Leon
1: County. How do you know what he he is?
0: I just checked this about an hour ago. He's in Broward County. He's, I did not know that. he needs to have a PSR done, which is a probation sentencing report, since he was just convicted.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. Uh, this is breaking news. I did not know this. This is why we bring on best guest, Larry Levine. So you're telling me that Charlie Adelson is in the Broward County Jail tonight? Or the anymore. New
0: York Post he is. I mean, they're not 100% reliable, but that's not. Okay. He's there. Maybe he's on separate status.
1: And... And, no, Larry, why why would that be? Why would they have transported him down from Leon County?
0: Well, he could have separatists that are in that jail. They don't want him communicating with people. Maybe he was getting some type of violence, death threats or something. Could be any of a number of reasons. Also, they may have moved him down there because maybe they're interviewing him there on other crimes and things that he did. They want information on other people. This is kind of what I see in this case. These other two people that may get indicted, they're gonna start pointing the finger. Everybody loves to fucking point the finger at each other. And they're all gonna try to cut a deal. So Charlie's probably about a month from being sentenced, maybe longer, cause they gotta do a psych eval on him the holidays are coming up and everything just like shuts down. So he's trying to position himself to take the benefit of whatever cooperation he may be able to give. If they have enough dirt on his mother, and I've seen this before, he may implicate his mother. No joke. Oh, yeah, I know.
2: But they're saying he was the mastermind of it all. If he can get some time off, Yes. As a mother, I would I would take she's my done. Kids
0: they're both done. Mom's never getting out. She's a flight risk. These people aren't going to a kitty camp somewhere like Jacqueline was at. These people are going to be locked up behind bars, living in a cell because they're going to be doing a life sentence. They're only going to get out of their cell a certain time of the day. So this is not like someone going to club bed somewhere. This is yeah. serious shit.
1: Um, by the way, for those just joining, and I did not know this, and wh- this is why I always say best guest, better community. And if someone in STS Nation can uh, corroborate Larry's reporting, uh, he is telling us that Charlie Adelson is right now at the Broward County Jail um, and not in Leon County. Uh, hold on a second. Jared Ross is saying he's in Leon County. Just searched, He's in custody. So I'm going to have to get to the bottom of the C.O. You know we know get we on are- that.
0: New York Post says something different.
1: Okay, well, yeah. so COE, get on that. I would be surprised if he was out, um, but someone here is saying he wasn't safe in Leon County, uh, and that might be true because this is where the, um, where, where the crime occurred. Well, maybe
0: they're transporting him. We don't know.
1: Yeah, but when we that don't article know. came and out it,
0: in the Post, he was in the Broward County Jail. Yeah, yeah and that, was the,
2: like, that was like five days ago that came out, I think.
0: Well, Four or five and days by, ago. Why was he in Broward County at all? That's the big question. What and was he doing down there? How far is Broward County from uh, from Leon County?
1: It's seven and a half hours. It's far because I just yeah. drove six hours. Look, I just drove. Somebody's
0: saying wrong. Donna is in Broward. Donna
1: is not in Broward. This is so. This is like who's on first? Donna is in Gil Turner, Guilford, Knight, yeah, which is Miami Dade. definite, Yep. Yeah, and Charlie is either in the Leon County jail in Tallahassee, or maybe he did get moved for security I concerns. I think
2: he got moved to Broward County.
1: Okay, we're gonna uh, C O E try to get on that and see if uh if you can figure that out. Jackie is from Connecticut. She sounds like she's from Jersey, like me, but she is <laughs> from Connecticut. It's a northeast thing, and that's another reason I love her. Um Georgia Girl says Leon County is showing him um in Leon County. So there's a mystery right now. We'll get to the bottom of this at one point or another, but whenever Larry comes on, uh, there's always mysteries. Go ahead, Larry.
0: Okay. Just check. So one of your viewers, just check. He's not showing he's in Leon or Broward County. Yeah. So here's more conflicting information. Maybe he's in transit somewhere. We don't
1: know. Yeah. And, and listen, I think, and, and Larry, back to you on this. So, there's there's so much to unwrap here, but one of the things, his defense, by the way, Larry, was he was extorted, not once, but twice. That was his, uh, this is my mother, Larry Levine, who uses an alias, that's her sister's name, this is my mother, and she says, Joel, tell Mr. Levine not to curse, I you, thought... otherwise you will get in trouble, otherwise <laughs> you will get in trouble. Define um, trouble. Define, uh... he says, define <laughs> trouble. Larry, there's two people in this world that can kick your ass. One is Black Widow, the, the other one is my mother, so don't mess with my mom. I'll come at okay, you. Okay,
0: mom, I'm sorry, but you know what? I have mental issues. <laughs> I cannot help but say fuck every other word. Now, I've come oh, down on God. what I'm saying for Joel because I don't want him to get gigged. Last time I was on here, I pulled out an ax. Yeah, I was a plastic looking at him. A By the way, he gave, a,
4: he gave one of those to Alexa. So, I did. yeah, and I, I, gave, I when I, I was I, out I, in
0: Connecticut, I gave a bunch of supplies to Jackie and her family so they could protect themselves. But Joel <laughs> got gigged because I lifted this axe. So I put all the weapons away. There's no huh. weapons here. If I could, I'd take out a little hanky so all the crybaby wo- viewers could wipe their tears. We live in the real fucking world, people. We don't live in the fantasy world or the make-believe world.
1: This is the uh, world of
0: crime and this is the world of prison.
1: Together. Yeah, one what I would love to do one day is ha- shoot an episode with Carmen Larry at a diner, at a booth at a diner. Oh my in New god, I would love it. It
4: would be
1: epic. It'll be that would be epic. That'd be that should be a, a regular series. Um Janet stuttered here. Seamus says Leon County's in their in their jail and then. Janet stuttered for with a super sticker. Leon County Jail shows him right there. Just look. Uh, the COE is going to check that out. But neither here nor there. Um, Larry, I was getting something completely different. So his defense, and this is interesting. So his defense in this case was a little absurd. He basically, this defense attorney who ha- had not a lot to work with, Daniel Rashbaum, said that he was extorted by the Latin King gang. And he ended up paying this. Oh, in, my in God. That was
3: definitely dead.
1: In payment in payment plan. So he ended up paying the middle woman, Katie McBanna, one hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars in cash. And he was so afraid of her that uh, she slept over that night. Uh, he had a gun and he didn't use it. Not, not, You know, so none of it added up. But my question to you is he basically threw the Latin King gang under the bus. What is the repercussion for that now that he's going to eventually be in state prison? His sentencing is December 12th. What will the repercussions be of that?
0: Well, you know what happens to snitches on the inside. He may turn up dead. I don't think anyone's going to put a hit out on the mom, on the yeah, on his mother. No. But somebody might put a shank in him. They'll put some socks, put some bars of soap or padlocks in a sock, and boom, they'll crack him over the head. They'll split his head open like a watermelon. Seriously. This is what happens to people on the inside that snitch. So I think what we should do is take a pool after he gets sentenced, how long he's actually going to live. Now, they may end up having to put him in segregation for his entire sentence if there's a hit out on him. So he's not going to be going out to the yard. He's not going to have the social experience that people have when they're in custody. So he's essentially going to be in fear of his life forever, and they're going to have to watch him. Forever. Larry, he's going to get a.
1: He's Larry's going to get a mandatory life sentence. He's going to be in segregation his entire life. He's he, 47 well, years.
0: I mean, if he wants to sign a waiver, yeah, OK, I'm going to sign a waiver. I'll just go in general population. They'll kill him. I guess that's up to him. Remember Whitey Bulger?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: How long did it take them to take a pair of pliers and pull Whitey Bulger's tongue out? Stick a Ugh, screwdriver yes. in his ear. After he got to that federal prison on the east coast, and he, he was super attacked.
1: old, he was very old at the time in a
0: wheelchair. Yeah, they clipped this guy like five hours after he got there.
1: All right, Larry,
4: I got, I got
0: some, County, you're on when way, you guys I, I are on, I, he's in yeah, Leon one, County.
2: Um,
1: Jackie's still there, still, okay, absolutely. So, so, uh, Charlie Adelson remains in Leon County unless we find out otherwise. Uh, yeah. We will. Con- Alexa, I feel horrible. You know, you're welcome to stay, but you're sitting there in an uncomfortable position. So whatever you want to do, but, oh, you know, not really it's kind of-
0: nice oh, to she- know that she supports her mother. I had mm-hmm. an issue with my daughter over the weekend. I went into custody 25 years ago. I've been out 14 years. My daughter still thinks I'm an asshole. that I abandoned her in the whole nine yards? Mm. So Alexa, good for you for forgiving mom. Your, but your Larry, daughter, you think, do,
1: Larry is it because you went in and served time, or is it just because of something? Because to it just her,
0: abandoned her mother was a drunken whore. She was a <laughs> flander. Her mother abandoned her, so it's not like she's no. one of these kids that daddy went away and she had nowhere to go. She had my, my husband's daughter. laughing right now because she he had my sister. She mm-hmm. was living with. So she had somewhere to go. Yes. I think she just got a fucking chip on her shoulder. But what
1: do I know? Can By the way, shout anything? out, shout out to Mr. Pulverari. I got to get this train back on the tracks here. And it's not because of Jackie. That's the hint, Jackie.
4: <laughs> um, so
1: more from the probable cause affidavit here. Donna discusses plans for a suicide, according to it. But she also discusses plans to flee to a non extradition country. Uh, And it goes on to say that Donna Sue Adelson has considerable financial resources to do this. So we now know she was trying to get on a flight to Vietnam and she purchased the tickets the day after the conviction. And it was going to stop in Dubai and then continue to Vietnam. Um, To me, and I'm not an attorney, that shows consciousness of guilt. But what does it say to you about her state of mind? Um, She's talking on the one hand about suicide. And on the other hand, she's talking about getting her estate together. I don't know. Charlie used to visit this part of the world. Do you think he set up some sort of nest egg over there? And she was going there and going to live? I bet
2: bet he has. But the thing is, because she spoke about the suicide thing, they're going to have her on suicide watch because she got snapped. So now she's in even a bigger issue being on suicide
0: watch a padded cell and they're going to watch yeah. her through a window they're going to give yeah. her a paper mache jumpsuit they're not going to give her cloth because they're afraid that they're going she's going to wrap the cloth around her neck and you know kill herself hang herself
1: yeah uh real quick uh Denise wants to know and I don't think I mentioned this but Jackie I'll have you explain she wants to know why you serve time
2: oh I um it, mortgage fraud
1: Short answer. After there you go.
2: 2012. It's yeah, it's complicated, but um, it was. I served time for mortgage fraud. Took a mortgage on my house. Overstated the income. Mortgage industry imploded. Every paralegal went to prison. <laughs> That's a short answer. Yeah. Uh, I was wrong. I
0: real bad choice. That's a respectable mm-hmm.
1: crime, and it's a respectable answer. Uh, here's oh, yeah, her I, first-
2: I, I, I'm guilty, and I I bad bad choice.
1: Yeah. Uh, but now you, you, she turned her life around. Precious Jim with a super sticker. Thank you so much. That's very kind. Appreciate that. Um, here is the first appearance. Let's watch this together. This is Don Adelson's first appearance. And then uh, I'll have Larry and Jackie break this down. Good
4: morning, Your Honor. Good morning. And, and I apologize.
3: It is an in-state warrant. So I did write on-state. <laughs> we have a busy calendar today, so... Good morning, Ma'am, you were arrested on a warrant from Leon County, Florida. The charges are public order crimes. It says attempted solicitation, conspiracy to commit a capital felony, homicide, willful this is homicide maybe attempted homicide i'm sorry attempted solicitation or conspiracy to commit homicide it looks like two counts of that so your attorney is here just uh, del caso anything you want to say good morning your honor marisol Discalzo, on behalf of donna adelson uh we are going to waive extradition to our county. it It's an in-state warrant, which means, so basically you have a warrant from Leon County. It sounds like really serious charges. They have up to 15 days to come and pick you up. The reset date here is uh, November 29th to make sure you get picked up. So Ms. Delcaza, what you can do is reach out to Leon County, the prosecutor's office there and see if they'll agree to a bond. If they do agree to a bond, you're welcome to contact Ms. F. She can send you a sample order we use. And with that order, um, we can try. Because I think it's unlikely there's going to be an agreement on so to- the solicitation case, anyway. Okay, so you want to hear something funny though? She looks like a lady that was on my airplane yesterday. Did you come in from Paris? <laughs> I did not, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Did. She looks like a lady who's on the airplane with me, for real. I'm sorry you're going through all this. They have 15 days to pick you up. The reset, reset date is November 29th. Okay? Thank you, Your Honor. Good luck, you.
1: There you have it. That's Donna's first appearance. Um, Jackie, walk us through what we just saw. And by the way, she's wearing that green turtle suit. Uh, you're muted, Jackie. You got un- Let me see if I can do it. No, you got to undo it.
4: Got it.
1: Yeah, uh, she well, has suicide vest well, on. Yeah, um, that prevents you obviously from hanging. I assume. Yeah. Cell phone. Okay. T- take us through that first appearance. What did anything stand out to you? Is that a typical first appearance?
2: You know what stood out to me honestly, because I focused on her and her her body language and actions. Is that it's almost like she expected. She was sitting there and no facial expression, not sad. I think she expected to get
4: caught.
2: I really do. I mean, we kind of have
4: to know she
0: wasn't going to get out of the country. What what I got out of this is they said that she was being held on a Lee County warrant. Okay. Where was she at? Was she in Broward County? Miami.
1: Miami Miami-Dade. So this is what happened, Larry, just uh, because I, you know, not everyone is following this the way that uh, we are following this, but. So Charlie was convicted in Tallahassee last week, which is seven and a half hours uh, by car from Miami. Don Adelson, believe it or not, probably lives three miles from where I'm sitting right now, if that, maybe less. Um, They purchased tickets. She has a husband, Harvey Adelson. We don't know where Harvey is. For all we know, that guy's in Dubai or Vietnam right now. We have no idea. But they had purchased tickets, and they were at Miami International Airport and they waited until she was in the jetway, in that little hallway, that, that portable hallway that leads to the plane door to nab her. Number one, to you, Larry, why did they wait till she got all the way in there? She obviously gave her ticket. You know, you have to give your ticket first. Then you walk through okay, uh, the well, jetway. Why did they wait?
0: Obviously, they were watching her. She had to clear TSA. Maybe when she gave her driver's license or whatever, it popped up in the computer there was some kind of hold on her. Unless they were tailing her, who knows? They took her in the jetway because they didn't want to take her down inside the terminal. They probably let everyone go in the plane. And then after she went in, they stopped the people from going in after her and then grabbed her there. You know, a lot of it is the safety of the defendant and the officer's safety. They don't want to make a scene inside the terminal. It's easier just to do a takedown like that.
1: What's amazing to me, Larry, is no video that I know of has surfaced of this arrest. Um, If you're in the jetway, you got to assume there's other people there. Everyone's got a cell phone these days. Do you think that law enforcement was, by the way, the FBI agent who testified, Pat Sanford's the one who was there and made the arrest. Do you think they just kind of cornered her in a little area and maybe walked her away and no one even knew what was going on?
0: Most likely, they don't want to call attention to themselves. They don't want to call attention to the defendant. For all they know, there could have been somebody there with her that maybe was aiding her or something. So well, they just- Harvey was with her, wasn't he? What's that? Wasn't Harvey with her?
1: Harvey was with her. Harvey was yeah. with her. That is her husband, and okay, like sir, I said, they
0: have them both on the jetway.
1: He was not, um, he was not arrested. He was let go. I don't, you know, the obvious reason is they don't have enough evidence to, to hold him. My mother, Carmela has been very vocal saying she believes Harvey is complicit in this. I have been vocal. Yeah. And I've been vocal and I believe Wendy is complicit in this. Um, and I think, I think Wendy is going to eventually get caught, uh, for this. Um, before we get there, uh, again, Pat Brown pointing out Donna bought the plane tickets the day after Charlie was convicted on November 7th. Um, so they knew. They knew. Yeah. Jackie, just take us, you know, you've been in there, not to this extent, you know, but when you're being um you know, convicted or about to be convicted or indicted or even accused of a crime. It's got to be a nightmare scenario, even if it's a white collar crime like you. But this is worst case scenario. Take us inside the mind of Donna Adelson. Prior to her arrest, you think she was just waiting for this day, uh, thinking this day could come at any point over the last nine years? Was she living in fear this whole time that there would be a knock on the door eventually?
2: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I looked at her. She's got the blonde short hair, and it's like the, the, you know, bobbed out. And I'm thinking this woman. Not only was she waiting for it to come down, but now her her son had been just arrested and I can't you can't explain it as Larry could tell you. You can't explain the sickness and the surreal of being inside an alternate universe, because that's what prison is. It's an alternate universe. It's nothing like a world that we know. So now she is in a world that she'll never get out of. It's like the Twilight Zone, right? Because you're sick for eight years. I mean, I was on pre-sentence for five years and I knew I was gonna go to prison of some capacity she she had to have known there's no way she was going to make it to vietnam for god's sakes i mean yeah I it was, it, was
1: des- it sounds like it was desperation right
2: yeah and i'm conflicted because you don't really the only people that really knew knows what happens is this family and i'm conflicted because as a mother her son's being arrested as the kid in prison. Now your mother is being arrested and you don't really, and I do know what she's going through. So, you know, only if she did it, she deserves every bit of of, of what's going on. If she was involved in it. I mean, I mean, she didn't pull a trigger. I don't think, I think he was the mastermind, right? It, I don't,
1: yeah, there was two there was two hit men uh, hired. One was a Latin King gang member. The other was not affiliated. Yeah. The one that was not affiliated was actually the trigger man. And there was a go between. Um, we're going to get to this question. Uh, STS Nation, if you ever had questions about jail and or prison and you want to know the answers, now's your time to ask and let us know if it's for Larry or Jackie. Larry, looking at this, this is her mugshot and her uh, arrest form. Uh, there is no bond on this. What do you make looking at her mug shot? Um, she's in like a hoodie type jacket, like a track jacket with a, what looks like blue scrubs almost, but it's probably just a blue shirt. You know, when what- they
0: bring you in and they book you and they take your picture, you're wearing street clothes. They mm-hmm. don't change you out before that. They take your picture. They fingerprint you. I don't know if they had her bend over and cough and they use the rubber gun. <laughs> okay. Oh.
1: There goes Larry's <laughs> audio.
4: Uh, <laughs>
1: hey, Larry, you're going to have to bounce out. Come back in. Your audio is screwy again. Jackie, it's just me and you right now. Um, so many I'm places- just
4: looking at this picture,
2: Joel, and wow. Like, this woman could be anybody's mother, right? Look at it.
1: Yeah. Um. It is. It is scary. Um, I was going to come to this question. We're going to get to this. What about noises in jail? I'm going to come to you on that in a minute, but this is more important. Um, Wendy's kids are 13 and 14 now. Benjamin and Lincoln are her two children. Um, they lost their father because the brother-in-law and the grandmother, who are now both in custody, put a hit out on on the father. Um, what's the damage going to be to these kids? It's
2: forever lasting. I could tell you, um, my husband went through a similar trauma. He lost his whole family to a murder suicide, then a murder within a year and a half. And he is now 54 years old and he's still affected by it every single day. And he lost his, his mother was, was killed by his father. And a year later, his brother was murdered, and the—I mean, how, you, that's your whole family gone. These these kids will be forever known if they keep the name Adelson. I mean, hopefully they'll change it. You know, the murder, the, the Bernie Madoff's kids all changed it, but hopefully they'll change it because uh, you have uh, what's his name's daughter on all the time. She
1: can't get out of it ever. Yeah. Dennis Rader, the BTK serial killer, uh, Carrie Ross, a friend of mine. um, And she's still in. she will forever be in trauma therapy. She speaks very openly about it. Um, Horrific. Um, About this jetway, Maureen Walsh says you had to make sure she was fleeing. You wait till she's gone through the terminal and passport control. I was an immigration officer at airports and ports. That makes a lot of sense. So they had to make sure that, you know, for in a a court of law that would hold up, that they have evidence that she was attempting to flee. Another person here says, amazing panel. Let's flip back to Charlie. We're going to kind of go back and forth between Charlie and Donna. Um, Larry Levine, you're in the business of prison consulting. If Charlie Adelson reached out to you and said, oh, my God, I'm about to be sentenced to life in state prison. What advice do you give him, Larry? I tell them
0: to start praying. I mean, I don't know that it's going to necessarily help. When somebody is in custody for murder, they actually get respect from people. You know, you don't screw with someone that killed someone. I was locked up with a guy in Arizona named Mr. Clark. He was the first postal shooter, he was like five foot four, five foot five from San Diego. He went to the post office, killed three of his co-workers, then went back to his ex-wife's house, killed her and killed his killed her mother. The only one he didn't kill was the dog because he said he liked the dog. But the point is, all the gangbangers and all the real violent offenders showed Mr. Clark a lot of respect because you don't screw with someone that is killing people. So I don't think he's really going to have a rough time of it but I would tell him he may need to go into a protective custody unit because he ratted out the Latin Kings. That's going to be his main concern. Maybe he needs to get into a car. A car means like four or five people that you run with that will watch your back. You watch their back. They watch your back. I mean, there's not a lot of advice to give someone who's going to do life because they're never getting out. When my clients, you know, they're all going in, a lot of white collar. I got some drug offenders. I don't take the chomos. I tell them to pray because they're going to get beat up every day. It's not true. I just want them to be scared when they go in because that's my way of giving back to the community. But most people that come to me, white collar, they have an out date. So I tell them, well, let's put you in all these bullshit programs. We're going to get you time knocked off here and time knocked off there. Excuse me, we're going to move you down in custody from medium custody to low custody to minimum custody, which is like a camp. There's no fences there. They don't even lock the fucking door. But this guy is going to be in a cell block. It's not going to be in a dormitory. Going to be locked down shit 12, 14 hours a day. And if they put him in SAG, he's going to be locked down more than that. Now, The state of Florida may have a seg prison where they put all the rats and informants. So maybe he'll be associating with other informants and he actually will get some yard time. But there's no advice to give someone who's going in for life. Maybe, like I said, find God. What do you think, Jackie? You know
2: what? The only thing they can do is try and turn their lives around so they could be a... mentor to
0: people that are coming home okay they're going to turn their lives around in prison that's all very nice how is that going to help them in society they're going to be not in society but it's going to help them inward they'll be able to know they're going to be in a controlled environment okay they're not going to be able. they can't decide when they're going to sleep when they're going to eat when they're going to wake up it's a little late to turn your life around when you're (laughs) excuse me when you're sitting in prison for murder, doing a life sentence. I don't see that No, point. no, I disagree.
2: This is one thing I mean I just dis- I disagree on. What? I think that you could turn your life around at any point in time if you recognize. I mean, I don't know about him. But the okay, what's
0: the point though? How does this benefit him? So what is he gonna do? I'm so sorry that I killed this person, and I regret doing this it's not going to be beneficial to him. Nobody's going to give a shit. And the other inmates are going to look at him like he's weak in a place he's going. Yeah. I mean, you would know
1: Larry, more. Larry, um, yeah. two, th- two things here, Larry, the first is, so as I said, his defense was, that he threw the Latin King gang under the bus saying that they extorted him. I had a member of the Latin King gang on the show last week. He said the first two things that are going to happen to, and I had your friend Tommy Scoville on, the first two things are going to happen within four hours. He's going to be challenged to some sort of fight to see if he's man enough to stand up. Is that accurate?
0: Could be the place he's going to go. They want to weed the pussies out. Essentially I'm not Mm. talking about a sexual thing, but this is what they call the people. They want to see if he's going to be submissive, dominant, stand up for himself, or he's just going to be weak and be someone's bitch. Essentially, Mm. how old is he?
1: 47, and he's a big guy.
0: He's still relatively young. I mean, is he a big guy? I I don't know a lot about him.
1: I stood next to him at the trial. He's about 6'2", and he's probably 215 pounds.
0: I think this guy could probably hold his own. When you've got four or five or six Latin Kings all ganging up on you and somebody's made a shank out of a toothbrush and they're getting ready to stab you. I mean, what are you going to do? There's no defense in that the cops can't watch you all the time. This is why this guy needs to go and seg. the only thing that's going to save his life is segregation. Remember, Joel, they don't have to kill him today. They don't have to kill him tomorrow. They've got time on their hands, but eventually someone will get to him. So I don't know, you know, they say when you go into prison, find the biggest person and punch them out or pick a fight with them or something. It's kind of stupid because you're going to get your ass kicked. I mean, this guy just needs to, I would say, keep to himself, show respect, keep his mouth shut and keep his eyes and ears open. You know, Uh, what do they call that? He needs awareness, situational awareness. He needs to be aware of what's around him at all times.
2: They did, um, not to interrupt, I'm sorry, but they did protect the house and they did that pretty quick. They did that in 2020. I just did a quick title search and um, they put it in a trust. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the house in Miami. But The thing, the odd thing is, is if this guy thought he was going to, we're talking about Charlie, he just did the roof of the house in January.
1: Yeah. They the have multiple room. they have multiple real estate properties. Yeah, um, I'm
2: looking at, m- at most of them and all of them now are in the Charles Ladison Declaration of Trust.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know she even talks about that on these jailhouse calls that she's moving things around into trust. But Larry, the other thing I wanted to get your take on, the the irony is thick. Number one, the whole reason this murder was done, at least the main motive was to get the kids back to uh, Miami from Tallahassee, but now the son Is in a jail in Tallahassee. But the second part is uh, Tommy Scoville and the Latin King gang member told me the other first thing that's going to happen to him is he's going to be extorted by the gang. He's going to have to pay everyone. Is that true?
0: Could be. They may charge him rent. They may tell him he can't even stay in his bunk. He can't even stay in his cell unless he pays a certain amount of money. He can't get his meals. And if you run to the cops and tell the cops this is going on, you got another strike against you. You're a rat all over again. So no matter which way he turns, he's screwed. Seriously. He's got Man, no... I,
1: so scary. Um, Jackie, I don't know if you know the answer to this. Is it true that you're completely naked under that turtle suit 24 hours a day? Uh, do you know?
3: Yeah,
2: you are. It's. I mean, you can't have anything under it because that's going to absolutely... I mean... Even though I think that, Larry, you would know this better, but the binding behind it, I think, is almost like a straitjacket, right? Just in case.
0: You know, the turtle suit, yes. The papier-mâché jumpsuit, no. They may want to immobilize the person. There's, like, straps behind it. So they can strap you back. Let me take a look at the picture. Okay. It's almost like that's a... Not a bulletproof vest, but one of those vests that yeah. you can't be stabbed with. Because you can is that her arms that we can see? Yes. Yeah. Looks like she's got tattoos or something. I don't know. Maybe my picture's fucked up. It's but wrinkles. They can immobilize her. There's probably straps on the back of that. But then again, they can handcuff her also if they want. But they don't want her killing herself. They won't want her harming herself. They want to bring this woman to trial. And they may. Shit. I mean, in Florida, don't they have the death penalty? If I'm not
1: mistaken. Yes. Okay. Not, this is not a death penalty case, but yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Have you seen yeah. her indictment? Is she just an accessory? Who actually killed them?
1: Uh, yeah. There's a there's the a hitman, the but in, yeah, but she's they're being charged as if though as though they committed the crime. Uh, Donna is charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy and solicitation in the death of her former son-in-law, Dan Markell. That's exactly what Charlie was just convicted of, uh, those three charges. Um, Larry, to you from Alicia Elliott, um, if Donna's defense is different from Charlie's, which was kind of a cockamamie defense, how does that affect any appeals that he puts forward, Larry?
0: Well, everyone had a different involvement in the case. They all kind of worked together. But his situation and her situation are different. So, I mean, it depends. She's going to be debriefed. Maybe she won't cooperate. Maybe she will. Maybe she's looking for some kind of concessions from the prosecution. Remember that you can only appeal something that happened. You can't bring shit up later on an appeal. But is this really going to affect her. I get people all the time that reach out to me and I want to appeal this and I want to appeal that. I'm like, stupid, you got four counts against you. You just got five years on each count. They ran it all concurrent. So it's really a five-year sentence, it's not 20 years. So let's say you go back in and you beat count one, two, and three. You still have count four hanging there. Well, guess what? You still have five years. It's not gonna make a difference. So in a case like this, where they've got the evidence stacked up against her, she's going to get a life sentence. What what difference does an appeal make? What is she appealing? Yeah, she she, she not, not, not to mention
1: it? the fact that she's seventy three. So people are talking about a, a possible plea deal. And I mean, what you going to do? Take ten or fifteen years? That's what. Uh, Another guest said she's going to be in her 90s. But uh, this this super sticker is for Jackie. The guests on STS who have been in jail show empathy for people who go to jail, not that they excuse their actions. Jackie, what do people need to understand about where this empathy comes from?
2: I think there's a difference between sympathy and empathy, right? I have no sympathy for anybody who commits a crime and goes to prison. I, I really don't. I. Including myself. Um, empathy is more understanding what they're going through and feeling a different way towards it. Not that they shouldn't be there, however, just feeling, wow, they're really having this day today that it's almost hard to get through the day. I think there's a very big difference between the two. And I, I have empathy for all people who go through any kind of trauma. And that's me personally no matter what the trauma is, I think that to say all people who go to prison have empathy ask Larry that because he'll disagree a hundred percent with that one. I don't have
0: any empathy or sympathy for any of these people, even my own clients. I'm like, listen up, numb nuts. You did the crime. You're guilty. You admitted to it. You took a plea agreement. Do your time. Okay. You screwed up. You know, you're screwed up. I get these people that come to me and say, well, the government ruined my family and they ruined my life. I'm like, really? The government did this. You went out and you committed the crime. Okay. Because you committed the crime, you're the one that put yourself in this situation. The government isn't the one that did this. And everybody bitch, Jackie gets it too.
2: I agree
0: 100%. These people bitch and they moan and they cry. Now, in the federal system, you've got the Second Chance Act. You've got the First Step Act. You've got Compassionate Release. You've got RDAP. These are all programs you could use to get out early that you can take. (coughs) Excuse me. When I was in custody, there weren't any of these programs other than RDAP. Yeah, You went into custody, you got your good time, which everybody gets if you're not a fuck-up. You did your time, you didn't bitch or moan, and you get out. Now all these people that commit crimes, they feel entitled that they should be getting out early and how wrong it is. I have people say, well, they should just let me go on home confinement and have me pay the money back. I'm like, listen, stupid, you're going to have to pay the money back anyway that's your restitution. Where is the punishment for the crime? So you could stay at home all day and play video games and screw your wife. You need to go into custody. You need to learn your lesson. I believe, believe it or not, I believe people should go to prison. I believe in law. I I mean, I'm not out there. I get to work with criminals. I'm sure I get dirty money from people because they're all criminals. I get and,
2: and there's a lot of advocates that would really not like Larry and I for saying that, but I agree. I am not an advocate that thinks there shouldn't be prison. We need law and order in this country. Okay.
0: I've got some lady I met at this show. Jackie may remember them. There's justice for Jessica. Remember them? Okay. Yeah. Jessica Linton. She got an 11 year sentence. It was health care fraud. She picked up 24 24 accounts, she got 11 years on each one. They ran it all concurrent. So it's really an 11-year sentence. So she's got all these people behind her that call themselves advocates. They're trying to get justice for Jessica. And I listened to these people ramble on and on and on. Finally, I talked to Jessica's mother. I called her. I didn't know who she was. She knew who I was. I don't know. A lot of people know who I am. I said, look, your daughter went to trial. They had all this evidence against her these are the sentencing guidelines. This is the dollar amount that was involved in her crime. It's a conspiracy. She's guilty. So you tell me what justice you're looking for. Now, if the government screwed you and they gave you an unfair sentence or something, or they convicted you of a crime you're not guilty of, there's your justice. But somebody who's blatantly guilty What are they looking for? They wanted to hire me to do a post-conviction relief. It's called a 2255. Motion to correct, vacate, or modify the sentence of a person in federal custody. I told them, do not pay me. I'm not going to take your case and don't pay anyone else because they're just going to rip you off. She doesn't have any hope. And people were giving them false hope. And the lady even said, no one has explained this to me. The way you did. I told her now you can explain this shit to other people. You know exactly how it works.
2: The thing is with that though, she's a
0: mom who's hurting.
2: Okay. Right? So she's a wonderful woman. I met her as well. Okay. I think she's a wonderful woman. So justice to her is a little different than okay, justice well, what to is the
0: justice, woman. Jackie? Letting did Jessica get to go free? What no, I think she?
2: I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the the, the with a woman. She's hurting. So the the punishment
0: was to her. That's my issue with the system. Explain to me, me, in this particular case, because you know the case as well as I do, what is justice? What would justice in her case be?
2: (laughs) I can't even answer that because I just, She she
0: she went to trial they presented all this evidence. It was a conspiracy. She furthered the crime.
2: And that. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe in justice anyway. I mean, look at the Adelsons. They, they committed murder. What justice is there? There you go.
0: They, deserve, There's they actually, I mean, Joel, who decided it wasn't a death penalty case and why?
1: Uh, that is, I'm sure, from Jack Campbell, who's a state attorney it's his, the buck stops with him. Um, why exactly? I, I don't know that they felt maybe they couldn't have gotten a conviction. It was too long, too much work. Um, we see what's going on with Brian Koberger in Moscow right now. There's no trial date set. Maybe they just wanted it handled. And to be honest, um, for me, it's a it's a worse fate, I think, to spend the rest of your life in state prison um, real quick, before I forget, Ruth Markell, Dan Markell's mother, is going to be on Court TV tonight with Vinnie Politan at eight p.m. Eastern time. Eight p.m. Eastern time, closing arguments with Vinnie Politan. Uh, Ruth Markell will be on tonight, and obviously, a thank you to Ali uh, Supersticker, uh, and then um, Ruth Markell. There you go. Speaks to Court TV. Larry Levine, let's get into some, by the way, Larry, for a couple of things I can't understand. How's Larry not from New York or New Jersey, Jackie? I don't know with his hand <laughs> gesticulations. Number two, um, Larry, do you still have your mug shots? I want one. I do. Can you send me one? I would like to um, look I'll at that. I'll
0: find it on the hard drive. I'll send you actually copies of my prison ID cards.
1: Mm, I love that. I and have, I'm going to post you know what that. I mean, They don't
0: really let you keep them, but I kept saying I lost them and I was sending them home. I wanted mm. to keep them as a momentum. <laughs> I'll send you some pictures <laughs> this week.
1: Um and if Larry gives me permission, I'm going to post those uh at Surviving the Survivor on Instagram. Absolutely. And for showtime follow don't me at you. podcast at podcast STS on Twitter, at podcast Please, uh, if you can support us at YouTube. And or Patreon, and if you're in the car listening, please listen on the audio platform: Spotify, Apple, Audible. Um, the audio side of this helps us immensely. Please, if you're in the car, listen to us on one of those and give us five stars. Larry, tough questions now. Um, Larry, do you have to poo in front of people in prison? Is Charlie Adelson Adelson going to have to learn to do that um, moving forward?
0: You know what? In your cell. You're going to have like a metal toilet. It's got a sink on it. It's like self-contained. There's no toilet seat, really. And there's etiquette. If he's in a cell by himself, which if he's in seg, he probably will be. It's no big deal. But let's say he's got a cellie. Generally, what you do is you tell your cellie you got to take a dump and they'll leave for a while. You know, you can take a private dump or you tell them I got to take a dump. And the other person turns around, you know, they're laying in bed, they'll look at the wall or something. But could it happen? Yeah. In a county jail. When I was in transit, and I was in a lot of places, the San Bernardino County Jail, now that was a real shithole. The county condemned it. The Fed said, oh, we'll take it. They used it as a detention center. So I got there and there was a row of toilets, like 25 toilets along the wall. And people are just sitting there reading the newspaper, taking a dump and burping and farting all next to each other. So this could happen. But remember, there's a difference between prison and there's a difference between jail. Now, in the prison, I don't know if it's like this in the it's women's different. prison.
1: Larry, you're reading Amanda's mind. Look at this question How is yeah, the prison experience different. different than the jail experience? Charlie's been in jail, but how will prison be different for him? Well, yeah, I'm Larry. a fucking
0: psych. Okay, I'm a fucking psychic. Anyway. Yeah. In the men's prison, in the restrooms, they have stalls, almost like you'd find in a department store, where you've got a, a door and everything. Same as women's, yeah. you know what was really funny? The stalls were really, really small. Let's see how smart you are, Joel. Why were the stalls so small in the men's prison for the toilets?
1: So you can't hang yourself? No, because they
0: didn't want two people in there at the same time.
1: Oh, I'm not that smart.
0: It's the middle of the night and I get up, I go use the bathroom. I had to take a leak. I'm at the sink and there's a mirror in front of me and I can see a reflection in the mirror. And it's like looking into the shower area. They've got like shower curtains and shit. And I hear voices mumbling. And then I see like two pairs of legs inside the shower. Well, I knew what was going on there. I just like took off. Yeah. So this kind of stuff does happen. Yeah, you may have to take a dump in front of people. Maybe not. Depends on where you're at. Depends on the custody and security level. You but- got to remember
2: too, jails are meant for short term. So there is many people in jail who've never been convicted of a crime because they're waiting to be sentenced and they couldn't afford bail.
0: Jail is... If I had to choose right. between jail and prison, I'd rather go to prison. Jail sucks. Yeah. Mm.
2: And prison's meant for long term. So right. it's it's a life. You well. These people are just going to learn how to live a different life.
1: Yeah, we had um, Tommy Scoville. He says in jail, they'll defecate on the floor. They'll pee on the floor. But in prison, there's a respect system. You got to keep it clean. Uh, Jersey Girl goes, who is this guy? That is Larry Levine. Perhaps America's most famous former inmate um, who now Amanda. does prison consulting. There it is, Tommy Scoville. Look at this, the lifeboat. Tommy Scoville doesn't ever curse, never says shit. I love Tommy Scoville.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: the lifeboat. If you're not watching, get on the lifeboat. Tommy does uh, God's work helping people through sobriety. Um, if you have an addiction or having an issue, Tommy Scoville on the lifeboat is the place to be. And Tommy, I talked to a book agent about you. You need to write a book. We'll talk about it. Uh, D.D., best punishment for Wendy is Donna convicted and the state mandates 50% custody of the boys to the Markels. I'm additionally disgusted by Donna, essentially telling Charlie, see you later. I'm out of here. You got life in prison. I'm not sticking around. Um, Jackie, to you, take us through a day right now from morning to evening. Donna Adelson is in. Turner-Guilford Night Correction Center, which is the county jail for Miami-Dade County. What time does she wake up? What is her day like right now?
2: She gets up at five. She'll be on. If she's smart, she would have a routine. When you are in there, the best way, the only way to survive. You can't live with one foot out, one foot in. You have to put both feet inside prison, live inside those walls, and create a routine. So once you get that routine, it starts to be a little bit more comfortable for yourself. So she's going to get up at five. She will have chow at what? 6.30, 7.00. Uh, she'll be back in her cell. They're in what? Five minute moves, I think. They're not even t- half well, hour Remember,
0: moves. Jackie, he said jail. Okay, he didn't say prison. Tell us what it's like when you're in jail to go to court. Oh, you're shackled? You are fucked. Yeah. You're screwed. You are you're
2: shackled. Screwed. You are handcuffed. You are taken in the van like a dog or you're she going on. And they you up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she will be with men when she's shackled. I mean, it, she's not, they don't take women separately in that kind of a situation. So,
1: but but Jackie, so, I don't know if I missed it. Is she in her own cell right now for her protection or is she with a celly?
2: She's probably in her own cell. You're talking Donna, right?
1: Donna, Donna, yes. And Don, what, Donna's,
2: Donna's probably in her own cell still.
1: Are jails cold? Is it cold in there? She's an older yeah. woman. My, my well, mother yeah, gets...
2: There's, there's absolutely no... Especially for her, she's on suicide watch, remember? So yeah. she's she's got no comfort, period.
1: Does and she, has, she doesn't have a blanket.
2: 24 hours a day.
1: Yeah. yeah. So they, they don't issue her a blanket even?
2: One issued blanket... Maybe two, depending on the facility. Every facility is different. She'll have a plastic. Um, even the pillow, she's got the, the metal bed right now. She's in yeah. jail. She's not in prison.
1: Does she get a, a pillow? pillow? Does she get a pillow?
2: Probably not even in jail. I mean, in jail, she's got just the metal bed with oh. a metal toilet that is inside the cell. So this is a 73-year-old woman who I don't know what her medication situation is. At 73, most people are on some sort of medication. Well, forget that because that's going to take a while for the formulatory because every the states and the federal uh, prison has their own formulatory medication guideline that they will convert the medication you're on to whatever it is that they they use in that situation. Yeah, let's so,
1: say, I mean, what, what if she's feeling anxious? Can she go to the, the jail nurse and say, hey, I need Xanax? What do they say to her? No.
2: Absolutely not. In in state jails, mostly boost bar is what they'll use, and she won't get on that for a while. I mean, she's only been there for three days. Three days. She won't three days. Yeah, she's yeah. she's not even going to see medical. They threw her in there with her little suicide jacket on, and she's just waiting right now.
1: Tonight's going to be her third night sleeping in the uh, Turner Guilford Night Correction if Center. She Absolutely
2: sleeps, yeah, if she sleeps, if you know, she it's sleeps. light. It's no dark. She's
1: wow, be up um, all night. The lights stay on all night. Jackie. A lot of places.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
2: in a jail.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. See, in a jail, um, at-
0: they're coming by. Even if you're not on suicide watch or anything, they're leaving the lights in on in the jail, in the cells, and they're coming by. And there's like a little window, if it's not bars, and most jails don't even have bars anymore. You've got a window that's maybe three inches wide. I don't know, eight or ten inches tall. And they come by and they look in the cell and they shine oh. the flashlight at you. And they're doing, even though there's a light on, they're checking people all night long to make sure that you're there. Like, I don't know, <laughs> seems to be a rash of escapes right now across the country. Well,
2: because the staffing is so short for correctional officers. Oh yeah. The staffing is very, very slim. <laughs> so um, they're keeping people in their cells longer. They are for safety for the correctional officers. It's there's a big staffing problem as well. So by the way, no tomorrow
1: order. tomorrow night we are going to analyze the Adelson's. Uh it's gonna be Ask Carm anything. Carm is a licensed therapist. She's gonna be on the show with Dr. G Explains, Dr. JP Garrison, and uh Sigmund Freud is on the thumbnail for tomorrow night. Um, we're gonna do a little psychoanalysis. It's gonna be Ask Carm <clears throat> anything. I'm getting the call from Larry here. Larry, uh, Annabelle Stealth, so Charlie is a periodontist, a high-end dentist, if you will. Is he going to fix teeth in prison? Is he going to have that as his job? Is he going to be a medical person in state prison?
0: I know people in the feds that were cardiac surgeons and all types of medical professions. You're just another inmate. I mean, maybe he'll get a pair of pliers. Maybe he'll pull people's teeth. No, I'm joking. He's not going to have any medical position while he's on the inside, ever. Now, people may come to him for advice, but it's not like he's going to be able to do anything for them. Tell them to gargle with salt water or something. Put garlic on your gums. No. So the answer to your question is no. He's not going to have a medical role while he's on the inside. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah um, Larry.
2: This Sully who asked about the smells. It's funny he asked. Yeah, that this
1: because- is uh, this is what I wanted to get to from Sully. Describe the smells and food in prison, Jackie. You first, then Larry, and then I'm going to come to Larry or come back to you, Jackie, with a question.
2: So the smell is when you go into one a, a convalescent home, <coughs> and when you're going mm. deeper into the convalescent home, and if you close oh. your eyes, you could smell the sickness. You could smell the stagnant. You could smell urine um, like if you're in a, a, a enclosed elevator where there were drunk smokers who urinated. The this, this smell is very vivid because it's one of our, our, our senses that are so heightened. And for me in prison, it was very heightened. And it was one of the things that was the worst. I think you'll never forget those smells. Um, no, you, sorry, know. you know, bad perfume, always remember. It's the same thing. It, it's a really, the deeper you get, just remember, Solly, the deeper you get into a convalescent home, that, that sick smell, it's a, it's a smell of death. That's really um, what it is.
1: Larry, anything to add to that beautiful picture that Jackie just painted? Larry, if I ever go to prison, I am not consulting with you. I want you to come find me and give me cyanide under the table. I'll please. do that.
0: It's Thank It's very, you. it's musty and stale. And the smell lingers in the air. It's almost like a cross. As Jackie said, urine, you're going to smell urine 24-7. Hmm. But it's like they try to have the inmates use like pine salt and stuff because they have to mop the hallways and mop the floors. So the smell is alternating between pine salt and urine. And I guess, yeah, the smell of death. But it's it's like going into a stagnant, stale experience it's i can't even everything jackie said i agree with 100 i'm making it hey, you know i'm making, Not I'm making a huge enough mistake
2: for taking lives like that yeah. smell sitting there smelling that if you took someone's life
1: yeah i'm making you know. a huge mistake by putting this question up from sweet spot to larry how do male inmates handle and female <laughs> you know. inmates handle their self-pleasure issues How do inmates do that in prison?
0: I get this question all the time. People ask me, well, what did you do? My mother is
1: listening, Larry. Go ahead.
0: Uh, This is all right. Listen, we live in the real world. Mom, this is okay. People ask me all the time, what did you do for sexual relief when you were in prison? And my standard answer is, I'll tell you what I didn't do. You know what I mean? (laughs) But okay, how do inmates do that in prison? There's something, uh, Jacqueline, you ever heard of a Fifi bag? I what? never heard
2: of anything like okay. that, Larry. I,
0: you take a sock, <laughs> no listen to me, you a take fee-fee. a sock, and you put like tissue paper in it, I smell a new jerk breast, yes. You, you use that to masturbate, it's called a Fifi. My daughter's in the room, it. Larry.
1: <laughs> it's called a called fee-fee. Fifi. Fifi,
0: F-I-F-I? Fifi bag, that's right. Mm-hmm. And you can have a different date every night because you may have seven different Fifi bags.
1: Mm. Um, they learned, learned something.
0: Learn something. I did learn something.
1: Moving right along. Um, this is an important question, Jackie. So Donna Adelson, Um, you know, she looks stunned in that, in that jailhouse photo and I'll bring it back up here uh, in this mugshot. Do you think she has any, and I know you don't know her personally, but just gut instinct from what you know about people like her. Do you think she has any remorse for the crime she's alleged to have orchestrated? Or do you think she's just feeling sorry for herself? No more Gucci handbags, no more Ferraris, no, no more of the high life. What do you think?
4: I
2: don't think she has remorse. I don't think that she could even understand right now what's going on. She probably is blaming, blaming, you know. I don't think she has a, any concept of what she's looking at in front of her. She's, in, in a, she's stunned. And you could see by the, she has, she has no clue. None.
0: Uh, Larry,
1: gonna... anything to add to that? You think these For people me, have remorse? Okay,
0: or? the picture, to me, see, I'm reading it completely different. Jackie's got a master's in some type of psychology. So she's the strength here. But in my opinion, she doesn't look stunned or shocked in that picture. She looks like she's in deep thought, trying to take it all in as far as what's going on with her, what she may need to do to survive this whole thing. One of your your viewers, Larry needs to narrate my life. Mine, Mine too, Allie. Too. Okay.
1: Mine too. I'm
0: a certain, you know what? You may not know this. I'm actually a certified life coach. I am. I <laughs> really, training.
5: He really is. <laughs> I really am.
0: But I never, I never got the I, the, I don't even remember what it's called, the licensing body or something.
1: By the way, my house is about to float away. We're getting like a hundred year flood in Miami. So if, you, if I disappear oh, wow. off your screen, that's why. Go ahead, Larry.
0: <laughs> it's, it's raining here in LA. But I never went and took the test because they want it. the icg i think it's called i never took the life coaching certification test cuz i think it's like complete bullshit i don't have to pay somebody to tell me what i can or can't do either you can do it you can talk to people you can analyze what you can't that's the bottom line you don't need to have somebody tell you whether you can do something or not true hey, by the way it's cool by the way, when people, the F word. See, you're always when I say fuck.
1: Yeah. People do. think, by the way, that Larry's putting on an act. He's not. This is not shtick. This is Larry Levine. I've known him for years. This is Larry. Yeah. What you see yeah. is what we get. He's
2: definitely not. I've known um, Larry a long time. Yeah. And he we is in, just,
0: the in the real fucking world. See, a lot of people, Jackie to a certain degree, but I like Jackie. So I'm not going to bag on her. But people candy coat shit, Joel. Mm. They do. Yeah, I do. You, know who
1: do, you know who doesn't? My mother never candy coats yeah, anything. I, like, see,
0: I don't candy coat anything. I say, sh- that's why the news, that's why I'm always on the news on the different networks. I don't use the F word there because I they've already warned me. I can't do that on air. But they know that I just say shit exactly how it is. Now, wouldn't it be nice in life if people just said stuff how it is, instead of beating around the bush, wasting your time, and you got to fucking pull that answer out of them? Just say it. I don't need a fucking commentary. Tell me yes or no. Don't waste my fucking time. Janet, oh my God!
2: That's what I said my daughter by, all the time.
1: I don't though. need your life story. Just give me the answer. Yeah. Janet Stutter, you know. be nice. Be nice if you would clean up his language. That's unf- that's not going to happen. It's yeah, never going to happen. Yeah, a lot of things would be
0: nice. It'd be nice if I won the fucking lottery, but that hasn't <laughs> happened either. My wife is Hispanic. I always tell my wife, "You're Mexican. You go buy the lottery tickets. <laughs> you people seem to win all the time." <laughs>
1: Oh, God. here come here comes the hate mail. Send it oh, to Larry, yeah, Levine it at hatemail.com, Larry Levine at hatemail Larry Levine at hatemail So let me ask you, uh, um, both a serious question here. Charlie's convicted. You have um Wendy, the sister who was married to the man that was murdered, Dan Markell. May he rest in peace. Um, uh, it is my belief, no one else is. I'm speaking for myself that Wendy was, as my wife likes to say, the damsel in distress. I think she probably pushed Donna. To orchestrate this murder. Um, this fam- There's already a brother, Rob, who is um, estranged from the family altogether, has nothing to do with them. This family seems like they are literally imploding before our eyes. Jackie, can you see a scenario where Charlie, who's now facing a life sentence, squeals on his sister, potentially? I don't think he's going to do it to his mother, but who do you think could flip on who here moving forward?
2: I think the sister will flip on Charlie. Charlie will flip on the sister. The mother is going to stay silent, but they both give the mother up. That's my
3: thought.
1: Although so Wendy's not in yet, but you're saying if she was to be indicted, you think yeah. she would squ- Really? And they both give the mother up. That's interesting. Yeah, the um, mother doesn't be- do the
3: word.
0: Everybody really? is going to point the finger eventually at everyone. Yeah, The
2: mother is just going to run away.
0: This is not the end of this. There's going to be other names that inevitably will come up and other people potentially getting charged. You know, I always look at a crime and try to determine who would benefit. Why would someone have the motivation to do this? Yeah, she was the fucking damn still in distress, as you call it. So she pushed the guy. Her motivation is what? She wanted the kids. Is that really what she wanted?
1: Happy birthday, Ruthless. Keep going, Larry.
0: Why would she, she Why would she push him to do it? What was her motivation?
1: Larry, by the way, you're a Jewish guy. I'm a Jewish guy. This is a Jewish mother who wanted so badly to have her kids that she suggested dressing the kids to turn off the Jewish father, dressing them in Nazi uniforms. No. Wow. Converting, converting them Are to... Are
4: you kidding convert, me right now? That's what yeah, did?
1: They had a wedding, and last minute they... They took away the kosher food just to piss off the uh, the father.
0: It's worse than the Italians. I've heard Mm. a lot of crazy shit over the years. I'm 62. That is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Seriously.
1: This is breaking (laughs) news on Hey,
0: They all have mental problems. They're all dysfunctional. Every one of them. And there's going to be more bullshit coming out of the woodwork. You watch. We'll be talking about this six months from now. Well,
1: it's when been going else- on nine. It's been going on nine plus years, and I think that's exactly. Uh, it's going to continue to go on. And again, uh, before we close up, Jackie. I mean, the the, the patriarch of this family is Harvey Adelson. Uh, he was also a dentist with a su- successful um, practice. You think there's any way he wasn't a part of this or didn't know? He's a quiet guy. Um, you think there's any any chance?
2: Yeah, I do think there's a chance. The only reason why I think that is because my husband, during my entire thing, didn't know. Mm. And I think women have a good good talent of keeping things from their husbands, especially when it has to do with their children.
0: I really do.
1: Larry Levine, uh, you think there's any way he didn't know?
0: I think maybe he suspected I think maybe he kept himself at arm's length. Maybe he's the only level-headed one in the whole family. I'm speculating, but it could be. I don't know. What do
1: you think? I think he knew. And uh, my mother, who has great human instinct, thinks that he yeah. did know. I, I can't imagine he didn't okay. know. I think, he, know.
0: Okay, knowing. There's something called misprison of a felony. Are you of you familiar with that? Say that again? Miss prison of a felony, M-I-S-P-R-I-S-O-N, Miss prison of a felony, which means as a citizen, if you're aware of a crime that took place, you have a civic duty, did you know this, to go to the authorities and report it? And if you don't report the crime that you know about, they can actually charge you and lock you up. So did he know, maybe he knew, I think more or less he's suspected, but who knows? Maybe yeah. your mom's
2: right. I mean, he, he, knows his, he knows his wife's personality. He knows his kid's personality. And if she was the damsel damn in distress, he's going to know how the wife is going to react.
1: Mm. I don't By know, the maybe, way, when, um, when Wendy Adelson testified at her brother's trial, they didn't look like they really liked each other too much. And again, the other brother's estranged. My take is that the two children throw each other under the bus and maybe save the mother. Every
0: one of them are going to throw each other and point the finger
1: because they're all going
0: to try to cut a deal. And he may, um, Charlie may try to cut a deal and implicate other people. He may implicate mom. Maybe he wants to go to a better prison. Maybe he wants additional privileges. Maybe he wants additional phone time. Maybe he wants additional visits. We don't know. There's always a motivation for something, someone to do something. And that yeah, can Carm- definitely
2: turn on each other. I don't think the mother will give anybody up. I think she's going to keep her mouth shut.
1: Yeah, Carm, no one thing. I would never, Carm, never, ever throw you under the bus. My, the COE, I don't know, maybe. My you sister, maybe.
0: <laughs> me either. When I was in custody and the prosecutor was trying to interrogate me, I went to a meeting with my lawyer And the prosecutor said, Mr. Levine. And I'm looking around the fucking room. I go, who's Mr. Levine? I didn't even know my own name. I got obstruction of justice, one of my charges. And the prosecutor says, gee, Mr. Levine, you don't seem to know much about anything, do you? I wasn't there to make cases for them. I was guilty of sin. I admitted what I did. But you're not required. If you're a defendant, you just have to admit your own crime. You don't have to tell them about other shit. It's not required. So I did. Larry,
1: the irony in all this, by the way, Eve makes a good comment. Rob Adelson, the other brother, he was basically excommunicated from the family by Donna because he married a non-Jew. But then Donna wanted the kids wearing little Nazi uniforms. It's crazy.
0: Functional. They're crazy. all dysfunctional. Mental health issues.
2: I, I'm dying to get Karm's take tomorrow. I can't wait to see it because um, yeah. again, so th-
1: dysfunctional. Thank you for that plug, Carm. Tomorrow, ask Carm anything about the Adelson. Sigmund Freud will be on the show along with Dr. G Explains. J.P. Garrison is awesome. Look at this. I can't pronounce the name. Ayasugi Aksu um, from Turkey. Cheers to Larry Levine. I live in Turkey, so I don't know about him. Now I'm going to watch everything he is in. He is the wow. definition of being real. We need lots of Larrys in this world. Thank you for joining us. We I've do. never seen... My friend just yeah.
2: got back from Turkey. Mm. Um, he's got two places there. He had to do some work on
1: Larry he, Levine, he's... by the way, yeah. this has nothing to do with your appearance, but you know that Turkey, I found this out recently. It's the capital of hair implants in the world. You go there. If you want a full <laughs> head of hair,
0: Larry, go visit. I'm going to keep my appearance the way it is. Matter of fact, people tell me I should go and try to get a presidential pardon. I like being a felon because being a felon enhances my business. So I'm not changing anything. And I'm not going to stop saying fuck. I'm not going to stop swearing. And I'm going to keep being real and explaining shit exactly how it is. And if people can't deal with that, I'm going to read the comments on the show later. And also don't read the comments. I'm going to. They're gonna come out of the woodwork and they're gonna say all kinds of shit about me. Ashley, I said the same thing. Larry for president. Okay, and Larry, just Larry fun, you gotta Joel,
1: get you gotta get pardoned if you're gonna run for. Would you ever I run
0: for president? for president? I like being a criminal.
1: Oh. Do you ever
0: look at the comments, Joel? Do
1: you ever? Yeah, really I look I, at I of course I look at okay. them. Yeah,
0: I go into those comments when people talk shit. I talk shit right back to them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I do. Look, another one. Lovely. People like me on your show because I'm fucking real. Am I allowed to vote? Yes. I'm in California. We get our voting rights back automatically here. I could even Mm. run for public office. The only thing I really can't do as a felon is, I guess, go to Canada. I I know some felons. No, I went to
2: Canada. I I know you
0: did. You're a criminal. See, she's still committing crimes. I can't own a firearm. You know, but then again, I could pick up the telephone if I really had to. So he needs to have a gun. So there's not a lot of things I can't do being a felon. But yes, I can vote. Now, if somebody is on parole, they're in custody, they're just out on the street. If somebody is actually inside a prison, they can't vote somebody in a county jail. They haven't been sentenced yet, so there's a good possibility that they're allowed to vote.
2: Except in Vermont, you can vote in prison in Vermont.
0: There you go. I mean, it it varies by state. Yep. So there's no federal standard. I mean, places, I think like Florida, they make it really hard on the felons to be able to vote. Texas, I know, does. There's just some states that come down real hard on the felons.
1: And by the way, she wants you to come to Turkey where they curse a lot. She says, Ashley, where very much. With, um, I don't know where she is in Turkey, but um, again, Carm's going to be on tomorrow night. This comment pretty much sums it up from Lisha Gallegos, Donna Ziva. Final question for both of you. Uh, we will start ladies first, Jackie. Um, I had Tommy on who was just in the chat and he said that freedom is wasted on the free. He said, some people make their minds a prison. What message do you have for people who are free? And do you, when the rain drops, it's pouring here. Do you you take that in? Because one day you were sitting in in a prison where you couldn't go out if it was raining. Do you enjoy the little things now? But what message do you have?
2: What is freedom? Oh, wow. Freedom is not looking over your shoulder and waiting for the gavel to come down. That's freedom. And when I was in prison, when it was pouring, I was standing outside. Federal prison camps are very different. I was lucky. And I I agree with Larry. I was in a, you know,
3: um,
2: but I think freedom is different for everybody. And I don't care what anyone says, if they're in prison, I felt free when I was in prison. Larry will, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I really did because you know what was gone, Joel, that sickness of getting caught, that not hiding anything. And that's why I'm transparent like Larry and I'm just who I am because I never, ever again in my life want to look over, have to look behind me wondering, is somebody going to find this out? Someone going to find out? I can't do it. So I have total freedom right now for my, for me.
1: That is a terrifying thought. I think that the Adelsons all knew in the back back of their minds, even though they tried to talk themselves out of it the same way OJ has convinced himself he hasn't committed that murder. I think okay. that uh, they were always worried about the long arm of the law coming. Anytime Larry Levine is on, it is no longer STS. It is the Larry Levine Show. Uh, he has taken over the show once again, but that's why I love to have him on. Uh, love to all of you from the UK. Larry, uh, how do you define freedom? What's your advice to people who are free?
0: First off, since I've got all these fans on here, if you want to email me, majorviolator at (laughs) gmail.com. And I'm going to post Larry's
1: mugshot. I'm going to post Larry's mugshot.
0: My prosecutor called me a major violator, and I liked it so much I kept it.
1: That's a great name. Before I you go, so. Larry, just a quick reminder. I'm gonna post Larry's mugshots at Surviving the Survivor on Instagram and for Show Times, it's at podcast STS on Twitter, at podcast STS. Support us on YouTube, support us on Patreon. If you can't do that, listen to us on all audio platforms. It helps the podcast. Go ahead, Larry.
0: I think people take freedom for granted. They don't realize what they have until they lose it. And people should appreciate. That they have the freedom to go to the store, they have the freedom to vote, to travel, to stay at home if they want. There's opportunity. People can really get good jobs if they get an education, but people waste their time. They don't take advantage of what this country has to offer. I remember when I got out of custody, I went into, I don't know if it was a 7-Eleven or an A.M.P.M. minimart. I went into a convenience store. And it was like Disneyland. And I went in there and I looked at everything like, wow, look at all this. I can buy anything here I want. I'm not stuck at some little fucking commissary sheet telling me what I can buy that most likely they're out of stock on. So it's the little things that make a difference that you learn to appreciate. And if people listen, people, I'm going to give a public service announcement. You don't need to go out and commit crime. OK, there is plenty of op- don't be me. There is plenty of opportunity out there. Get yourself an education. Get yourself a good job and find yourself a good spouse, good woman, good man. Be a productive member of society and live a clean life. Prison sucks. Jail sucks. Yep. I mean, if I had to do it all over again, people ask me. I don't know. I probably would. But that's me. Just clean your life up. Don't take risks. Let me tell you about a conspiracy. Do I have a minute to tell them how easy it is to get caught up in shit?
1: Yes, please do, okay. Larry. And vote for Larry in the presidential election 2024. <laughs> okay. uh, Larry for president. Go ahead. Larry. I will
0: run. Let's say that you're sitting in a bar. You're just minding your own fucking business. And some jackass comes up to you and says, can you get me some marijuana, cocaine, whatever it is? And you say, no, I'm not involved in that. But talk to Charlie down at the end of the bar. So this individual goes and talks to Charlie. They agree to a certain quantity of a certain kind of drug product for a certain price. Now, The crime never takes place. No drugs ever existed. No money ever existed. Nothing ever changed hands. But now you're guilty of doing something to further a conspiracy. And you can be charged and you can be sentenced for a crime that really never took place. And the amount of time that you're going to serve is based on the quantity of drugs that those two people talked about. See, the agreement and a drug conspiracy is the crime. That's called an overt act. But let me explain a criminal conspiracy and hopefully what I'm telling you will save you from going into custody. Let's say that you're getting drunk with a friend and your friend goes, wow, let's go rob the Bank of America. And you go, wow, that's a good idea, let's do that. You pull out a yellow page, if you're old enough to remember the yellow pages, you pull out a directory, you pick a branch, Okay, well, we're going to do this branch. Somebody pulls out a map like, wow, we can park our good getaway car here. They never do the robbery. It never takes place. But they're guilty of conspiring to rob a bank, even though the bank was never robbed, because they did something to further the conspiracy. So they could pick up five years on something that never really happened. So people wake up, be careful. I learned about conspiracies on the inside, and now I help people avoid going into custody and advising people not to commit crime. So if you take anything out of this show, other than me saying fuck and swearing, (laughs) keep your life clean and don't commit crimes because eventually shit will catch up with you and you will get caught. See,
2: Larry, you are a good guy.
1: I guess he he's got us offside. The founder of Evolution Reentry Services, Jacqueline Polverary, love having her on. Larry Levine, he spent time in federal prison. He's the founder and CEO of Wall Street Prison Consultants. A final message from I was just going to read that message. Ruth Markell is on Core TV. COE, put that message back up if you can. COE, put that message back up if you can. Ruth Markell will be on with Denny Paul Tan. Basically, uh, not that message, the one before, but. There we go. Regardless of what you think and who you think is right or isn't, let us not forget the reason we cover the story. It is justice for Dan Markell. The great Steve Cohen always says, a rising tide lifts all ships. Let's all elevate each other, both the community and the content creators. Let's help each other. Let's get justice for Dan and let's do it uh, for the right reasons and do the right things. Uh, That is my spiel. Larry, love you. Jackie, love you. Till tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Love you, America. Love you, Scotland. Love you, Turkey. Love you, the Republic of Ireland. Love you, Tasmania, Bangladesh, India. And we'll close off with Israel tonight.
6: Final seconds of the game. A chance to score and the chance has gone begging. If your business's commerce platform keeps missing the target on Golden Opportunities, Get the MVP you deserve. Get Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool that you need to start, run and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling signed football boots from Shopify's in-person POS system, or you're vending vintage shirts on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. What I love about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is truly a global force, powering Allbirds, Rothies, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com ranks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com forward ranks to take your business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash ranks.